Welcome to the podcast IBC Midweek Connection. I'm Gilbert van Buren of the International Baptist Church Eindhoven. This podcast aims to help you make a midweek connection with God, continuing from last Sunday's sermon. Who is beautiful? Last Sunday, Elmer preached about Leah and Rachel in Genesis chapter 29 and 30. Rachel was the beautiful and the loved one, but it was Leah, the woman with the weak or tender eyes, that gave birth to Judah, the ancestor of the Messiah. So, what about beauty? Does it make a difference? To us, perhaps, yes. But God? Is he indifferent about beauty? What does the Bible teach us? Well, first of all, we have to realize that the Bible is not indifferent about beauty. If women or men are beautiful, often this will be mentioned and sometimes even suggested as a reason for election. All the matriarchs were beautiful. Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel. But beauty is also accredited to men. Joseph was well-built and handsome, we read. Moses was beautiful. Saul, he was chosen by God to be Israel's first king. But in describing him, the Bible doesn't say anything about his character, but, quote, an impressive young man without equal among Israelites, a head taller than any of the others. That's 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 2. And then the sons of Jesse. Samuel was impressed about Eliab, the oldest son of Jesse. But the Lord said to Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. End quote. But only a few verses later, the youngest David is introduced, and again, no character traits mentioned, but, verse 12, he was ready with a fine appearance and handsome features. End quote. So the heart is most important to God, but beauty does play its part in God's story with mankind. Two other verses help us to see the biblical nuance on the importance of beauty. The first one is quoted by the Jewish husband for his wife on Sabbath Eve. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 30. Charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. End quote. A similar verse is in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 3. Quote, Your beauty should not come from outer adornment, such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewellery and fine clothes. Instead, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. End quote. But what does this verse mean? That woman should not wear beautiful clothes and jewellery? No, it doesn't say that. Outer beauty is a gift from God, and taking care of our bodies, even using makeup and wearing jewellery, can be an expression of appreciation of this gift. However, 
our focus should be on inner beauty. We are limited in what we can do about our outer appearance, but with the help of God's Spirit, there is no limit in growing into the likeness of Jesus. Golda Meir was Israel's Prime Minister in the 60s. She was praised for her strong leadership. At an early age, she looked into the mirror and concluded that there was not much she could do about her lack of outer beauty. But her response was, as she has said years later, quote, Not being beautiful was the true blessing. Not being beautiful forced me to develop my inner resources. The pretty girl has a handicap to overcome. End quote. Lastly, we will reflect on the awesome prophecy about the servant of the Lord in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 2 and 3. Quote, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised, and we held him in low esteem. End quote. Most commentators believe this refers to the crucifixion, and though this seems a fair interpretation, we do not know what Jesus looked like. Of Moses and David it is written that they were beautiful, but of Jesus' outer appearance we know nothing apart from this prophecy. People were attracted by his preaching and the miracles, that's for sure. But we should be careful to picture him as a beautiful man. And, being a first-century Jew, certainly not with blue eyes. I believe there is also comfort in these verses for those who struggle with their lack of outer beauty. But above all, we are in awe of the inner beauty of the Son of God who loved us, humbled himself, took upon himself our sins and was crucified on the cross of Calvary and, may I say, became ugly for our sakes. But he rose from the dead, now the most beautiful man ever, exalted and seated at the right hand of God the Father, where he pleads for us, the not yet so beautiful. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for beauty, which we may appreciate, and help us to remember you, the creator of beauty. Help us to accept our, maybe, lack of outer beauty, and focus on the beauty of your law and the beauty of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. As we rejoice in him and worship the highly exalted and most beautiful one. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm.